How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer for Thursday, March the 11th. My friends, we finally have a full day of news to talk about. I'm super excited. Of course, we're near the end of the week, but whatever. Let's jump right in. First up here, we got to talk about Rust. So a data center in France was recently consumed by fire, uh, destroyed and damaged multiple servers. And unfortunately for the players of Rust, which is developed by Face Punch Studios, this meant that all European servers were completely lost. They've already replaced some of them, and they're up and running, people can play the game, but any of the data on the original servers were unrestorable. Now, there's good news and there's bad news to this story. The bad news is that Rust is a game that is designed for lots of people to make these sprawling, complex bases, which remain from session to session. They just lost all of that. However, the good news is that Facepunch often wipes servers, like once a month, and has everybody start from scratch. Now, albeit they have plenty of warning, people know when it's coming, unlike this. But it is not totally unprecedented for their players to lose their progress. A lot of people are just seeing this as an early wipe. Anyway, the fire also affected the French government, as well as a popular, like, library-slash-museum building over in France. Sad to hear, but it looks like they recovered well. Developer Tribute Games, alongside publisher Dotemu, have announced a new side-scrolling beat-em-up. It's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It's super exciting. It's a, it's a sequel-slash-spiritual successor to classic TMNT games that people would have played in the arcades, like Turtles in Time. Now, I know that some of the recent TMNT games have been letdowns, but there are some good people behind this game. Uh, the publisher previously launched Streets of Rage 4 to high acclaim. That was a very good game. Uh, the two founders of the development team have previously worked on Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, which is another side-scrolling beat-em-up, and the studio as a whole have made some pretty hit titles. There was a roguelike that they made called Flinthook that a lot of people really loved. So the game is going to have four-player co-op, of course, each of the turtles, and in the trailer they did show off some gameplay. It looked like a lot of fun. No release date yet, but I am looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to play you the intro of the theme song just for fun here, and also Donatello is the best turtle. Don't at me. Roblox have officially entered the stock market after months of preparation and a near $30 billion valuation in January. Of course, a big reason why they're valued so much is because of its increased player count due to COVID. They grew dramatically in 2020. And I think the real big story here is how Roblox, the company, isn't the only entity making money. So are the people that are making the mini-games within the overarching game, the things that compose of Roblox. In 2020, Roblox paid out $328 million to its developers. Over 1,200 developers earned more than $10,000 in the year, and over 300 developers earned more than $100,000. Literal entire companies exist to make games for Roblox. Like, 100-person companies. It's redonkulous. Now, of course, it's going to be interesting to see how the company adapts to being public. They've committed to paying even more to its developers, but having, like, investor pressure, that's a whole new ballgame. Obviously, they've handled the growth quite well, but it's not often that companies get to go from indie to this massive of a scale. Anyway, if you want to read an interesting article about them going public, check out CNBC. They did a good feature. Okay, and our final story. HTC have announced two new accessories for the HTC Vive, a virtual reality headset, of course. So the first accessory is the third generation of their kind of all-purpose VR tracker. 
They're basically these small pucks that can be attached to anything in order to track movement. So they're advertising it as 33% smaller, 15% lighter, and 75% more battery efficient. And, you know, people usually use these things for, like, tracking body parts like your arms or for custom controllers like a real tennis racket, stuff like that. Pretty cool. And then the big announcement is that they're also releasing a new facial tracker, which attaches to the front of the headset. It basically uh, tracks the lower half of your face, so your lips and your chin, your tongue, and then that gets translated virtually. It's a pretty nice, like, next step for VR, being able to smile at people and whatever. That's going to be interesting to experience. Both of those parts will release on March 24th, but they are pricey things. Uh, the general tracker is selling for $130 American, and the facial tracker sells for just under $200. VR is still an early market, that's for sure. Folks, that's all the news I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, I'm going to be back tomorrow with the news, as I am every single weekday. I hope you're doing extremely well, and until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, super excited for this TMNT game. I, I was a fan of the Turtles when I was a kid. I loved the, uh, I, I think it's a movie that everybody hated, but there was a, a film that came out in 2012. Oh no, that's wrong. What year was it? 2007. It was simply called TMNT, and it was computer animated instead of, you know, the weird suits that they wore in the old movies. And as a kid, you know, I was nine years old when that movie came out. I loved it. I thought it was great. Apparently, it wasn't that good, but I haven't watched it in a very long time. Anyway, I know that a lot of products with TMNT are kind of hit and miss, and some of the more recent games have not done so well, at least in the sense of like, you know, I see them released and then nobody talks about them. I do know that the, the Turtles make a lot of cameos, like they were in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, which also flopped, I guess. What else were they in? Oh, they were in, in uh, Injustice, which was that DC fighting game. I think they were DLC. Wikipedia is also saying that they were in Nickelodeon Kart Racers, which I guess makes sense because they are Nickelodeon. Anyway, what are some of like the... I'm looking at some of the standalone TMNT games that released recently. Oh, oh wow, look at this one. Okay, 2016 developed by Platinum Games, who are the people who did Bayonetta, published by Activision. That sounds like something that uh, would be popular, but it's, it's called Mutants in Manhattan, and I've never heard of this game. I'm going to take a look here. Okay, yeah, so you can definitely see the, the Platinum games in this. It's a hack and slash, third person, plenty of action. It's got a nice art style. Why, why doesn't anybody talk about this game? What is critical reception on this game? Yeah, 5 out of 10, 4.5 out of 10. That's a death wish for a video game. So anyway, all of this was to say, when I played Streets of Rage 4, that awoke something in me, you know? I am a fan of the 2D side-scrolling beat-em-up. Maybe I have to play another one before I can say that. Maybe Streets of Rage 4 just did it for me for some reason. But if they're willing to come out here and say, hey, we're going to make a good TMNT game, we're going to make a good side-scrolling beat-em-up, then I am so ready to inhabit the body of Donatello and beat up some, some foot. That's what they're called, right? The foot, foot clan? Yeah, the foot clan. I thought they were just called the foot. Uh, that'd be pretty funny. It's funny, uh, you know those older TMNT movies? I think there's only one that I've ever watched. I had it on VHS. It was a classic VHS movie for my family. Watched it tons. Let me find the uh, let me find the title here. Oh no, it's just a 1990 film called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So this movie came out eight years before I was born, and it is a it's a banger. You know, I've actually watched it recently. I mean, obviously it shows its age, but if you want to just sit back and relax, check out the 1990 film. There's some moments in that movie that I will still quote without even really realizing it came from that movie. 
All right, there you go. There's my little spiel on TMNT. If any of you listening were fans of them, you know, feel free to uh, let me know your thoughts on all of this, because like I said, I'm kind of like cursory fans because I liked the movie and I liked that other movie when I was a kid, the one that other people didn't like. But I never really had the chance to like play a solid game or read any of the comics or anything like that. Maybe this is my chance to interface with the with the franchise in a solid way. Okay, folks, thank you for tuning in. That's all for today. Uh, Until next time, farewell.